people will Hello, never Victoria. see. Hello, what people will never see is that we've actually done the podcast <laughs> and then it disappeared. It didn't disappear. You never started recording it, you muppet. Can I tell you something really interesting? That one of your shoulders is way lower than the other one. <laughs> I know. I've been, I've been <laughs> wiggling them trying to get straight because I can see myself on my like the link thing we have the zoom thing i can see my myself and i can see that one my left shoulder seems to be like higher than my right and i'm now tilting the other way to try and make myself look normal yeah yeah junk i don't like it i don't like so, being just lopsided it's quasi ando <laughs> it is maybe maybe that's it maybe in old age i'm developing a stoop stoopy i saw a man with a stoop the other day oh what, oh, what like is that Actual he was, over. He was on a date with a. I was, a, I was in a pub and there was, looked like was it to me, it looked like an internet date of some kind and they clearly didn't know each other. And she was really smartly dressed and she had clearly dressed for the occasion in a very nice sort of polka dot dress and heels and she looked really smart. He was just like a bit like a scruff and had clearly misjudged the tone of where to pitch what he was going to wear for the date. And when he went to the bar, I could see that he had a suit, a stoop. And I think she noticed at the same time as I did. And I wasn't looking at her catching her eye or anything, but I saw her sort of just the slightest hint of a sort of a... Uh. <laughs> oh, do you think he lied about the stoop? Well, he, the thing is, if, if, the fo- if the photos of him on, on his uh, profile, on his grinder or Tinder or whatever it is, profile, <laughs> were, um, were sort of face on, you wouldn't necessarily see that he's got a stoop. He would, he, I mean, it's not a full hunchback. It's just that when you looked at him from the side, his head was sort of pushed forward and he had like just a slightly bulging kind of between his shoulder blades thing going on. Maybe he was incredibly charismatic, wealthy, and he had an enormous penis. <laughs> I mean, all those things could have been true and it may well be that they redeemed him in her eyes once she'd noticed the stoop. I mean, once she saw the bulge at the back, maybe the bulge at the front made up for it. <laughs> Maybe he was honest about both bulges. What are we going to talk about today other than bulges? Uh, I'm not going to say anything to relate that to our Philip Schofield story. (laughs) I'm absolutely not. And Madeleine McCann update. Oh, gosh, yes. Update, update, newsflash. Well, there is no newsflash. That's the newsflash. What do you want to do first, Schofield or McCann? Let's just run through McCann, actually, because Schofield, I think you want to lift the lid on all showbiz gossip you've ever come across and, (laughs) you know, name some famous names that people might know and, you know, generally be bitchy about people. Would that be nice? Okay, go on then. Go for it. Get us started. Oh, I must say, as as a precursor to doing that, I've got to tell you I'm Victoria Mitzi. Hello. Hello. I'm a journalist and a social social person. Why was I against so, social media type of person? You're an under the influencer. I'm an under the tableer. And <laughs> really? I am a, Disgusting. I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant that, actually with me. general exhaustion running around after this zoo that I call a house. Oh, you and you're running around. Are you still talking about running around everywhere? I'm running around here and running around there. I know, Ben. Now I actually run around. I'm trying to catch a cat or a dog from trying to scratch each other or eat their own poo or puke. Uh, And that's just basically my day-to-day business. (laughs) And I do it all in Devon. So there you go. What about you? Can I just tell you something? Mm. I've just sent my. I've just, I, I recently sent myself an email just to remind myself to do something, and I noticed that it says it, it will set you a 
random email so the person doesn't know who's sending the email. And so I decided to set myself this random email and I got barley.squinty0j at icloud.com. I didn't Not even know Benny, you could do Benny's that. Stupid. I'm going to start sending random emails to people <laughs> from a random email. I like that. I'd like to be, um, well, what would I be? Vicky... Vicky Mitzi, that would be hilarious. Yeah, but I, 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 unfortunately, that wouldn't be that much of a surprise to people, would it? I, I wanted you to jump in with something slightly full of mirth, yet not too unkind, but you didn't. Oh, so I was barley.squinty0j. <laughs> so you'll be um, wheaty.stary. Okay. <laughs> Buggy.izy. Buggy.ivy. <laughs> I remember I was talking to somebody and my sister once turned around. And we must have been about 11. And she said, you've got bug eyes. <laughs> How did you feel about so having I'm bug eyes? bug eyes dot Come on. I think, I think we can go. <laughs> Stop with 1982. Stop kidding yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd also like to thank you for tuning in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our not very true true crime crime podcast can't even say it i've been waiting for you for so long ben that my, i'm asleep so tired tired of waiting tired of waiting for you uh, right so yes talking of that i'm a bit i'm a bit tired of the inertia in the madeline mccann case go on and as i said on pod one that we just pod tried one. that i didn't manage to just record that um i think mark williams thomas tunes into this podcast for his updates yeah. although he's always got some update that no one else has got um but there are no updates really that other than some items have been taken away during the recent search of a Portuguese reservoir in connection with the disappearance of Madeleine McCann. Portuguese police have been helped by their German counterparts. It's to do with the police investigation into 46-year-old German national Christian Bruckner, who's been named as an arguido or official suspect. And they're examining items over the next few weeks after this have you seen the pictures of this place that Bruckner used to hang out in well I've seen a hole in the ground okay. where they were sort of digging um, things up supposedly the the gory I mean the hole. lake is beautiful do you mean do you mean the lake I didn't really see much of the lake what I saw was some kind of weird stone circle and that it just looked a bit remote and creepy yeah, it was, yeah but it's a, it's a lovely lake with sort of I mean but it's huge I mean I mean when they started looking I was thinking well you know, if they're going to go in the water, they're going to spend, they're going to be there forever because it's so big. And, you know, we've talked before about how difficult underwater searches actually are. People sort of blithely talk about getting in the police divers, but it's really not that simple. Um, but, I mean, it looks like what they found, if they found anything, and it's not kind of clear, was something they found in a sort of a, a hole in the ground where they, they dug some bits and bobs Did up. You and like I don't know what if I said? Just... You didn't even listen to my wit. Oh, sorry. It was a gory hole. The glory hole. Gory hole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Christian's gory hole. Yeah. So it is, I'm just having a look, 31 miles from where Madeline went missing while on holiday in Pride de Luge in 2007. I'm saying that off the top of my head. Yes, Very good. Yeah. Awful. Awful. And however much, do you know what I did? I've been looking over old Crime Watch as a true Crime Watch lover. Lover. <laughs> Um, I've been looking at old 
crime watch episodes yeah. and watching Jerry and Kate okay, talking to the British public at that time. You know, I remember it happening, but looking back on it, it's just they just looked so tired and fed up and grief-stricken then. I mean, and and now their sister, one of the one of the twins was talking about it recently on the anniversary of her disappearance. You know, the poor bloody people, really. It's just so sad. And they weren't any closer then than they are now. No. I hope I'm proved wrong, really. No, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Um, uh, I mean, and we should also say that Christian Bruckner denies having any involvement in Madeleine McCann's disappearance. Apparently he has told police that he was miles away at the time. He was swimming in another watering hole. I was not there. I was a long way away. I was actually entertaining myself as a granny at the time. (laughs) I was not at the campsite. I didn't bury anything in the ground. <laughs> um actually he's really awful. Wouldn't... He's isn't he so awful? Who? Christian Brookner. Uh, yeah, in the slammer for he's... I know he raped a, an eighty six year old or something. And he was um he was a sex offender, wasn't he? He was on the child well, he's serving, sex offender. He's serving a prison sentence in Germany for the rape in two thousand and five of a woman in Portugal. And he lived there in the region, you know, in the Algarve area where Pride Lush is. Uh, between 1995 and 2007, so 12 years. There are loads of losers travelling around like that, aren't there? Well, I mean, are they losers or are they people who've just turned their back on the sort of, um, I don't know, the kind of um, lifestyle that the rest of us just sort of think is the only way that you can be? Well, the reason my thoughts went there is because you wouldn't go on holiday to Portugal thinking at all that there'd be pedos hanging out in vans, right? It's just not really a place that you think of. You think of the Algarve, you think of like, I don't know, whatever kind of funny wine they drink there and eating pastries and swimming. Yeah, but I mean, okay, I mean, first of all, there are going to be pedos anywhere, everywhere, because pedo is just a subset of humanity. And secondly, I don't think anybody goes on holiday thinking, do you know what, I want to go to Pedo Central. I mean, unless you're Gary Glitter and, you you know, I, I you, you don't think I want they to go do. to... They do. They do. They go to, like, places where you can, like, have access to children. Yes, okay. But most people And the dark web. We all know they that. hang out on the dark web. I mean, you know, most people just want to go to, to, on holiday to sort of spend time with their children in a sort of normal, healthy way, not in a pedo-y way. And so, you know, if you say, yeah, the Algarve, you don't think of there'd be a pedo around every corner. But then if you went to France, a campsite in France or a campsite in Belgium, we know Belgium is pedo central with a what's his face. Only if your house has a cellar. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Back on your own (laughs) favourite topic. (laughs) Are we going to be a Mitzel Fritzel moment here? (laughs) I should change my name, Victoria Fritzel. <laughs> there is a Victoria Fritzel, a BBC one, isn't there? Well, she's Fritz. not Victoria Fritzel anymore. She changed her name because I think she uh, split up from her husband. In fact, I know I, I know she's done that, but I can't remember what she's Quick question. Why do women still change their name when they get married? It's just tradition, isn't it? It shouldn't be tradition because it shows that there's still a patriarchy strangling us. Oh, she's now Victoria Valentine. That's right. She, oh, my um, God. She... um. Sorry, instantly, uh, women don't change their name when they get married. That's a British thing. They they retain their maiden names throughout their married lives. 
that's not kind of underlining equality. No, I'm not saying it is, but I'm just saying that in Italy, it's not a universal thing that women take their husband's name when they get married. Um, it's a sort of a, I don't know if it's an Anglican thing or it's a, an American and British thing, but it's certainly in Italy and other southern Mediterranean countries, I believe, the women retain their maiden name. When you've got a name as great as mine, it'll take a lot to make you change it. Well, indeed, yes. Yes, it, it would take Or yours. Do you like your name? Do I like my name? Hmm. Yes, yeah, great name. I mean, it's fantastic because it gives people immediate, amazingly funny thing that they can say, which is can you hear the Benanda, which always generates a massive laugh and which obviously each time I hear it, I've never, ever heard before. You're such a nice guy for finding it so funny every single time. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, I just always love hearing those drums. <laughs> Last month, the McCann family marked the 16th anniversary of Madeline's disappearance, saying she's still very much missed and they await a breakthrough. Don't we all? We really do. Do we know what they found, though? I mean, we know they found some items, but we don't know what they were, do we? No. I said old pots, didn't I? Yeah, you said, you did say they're old pots. I'm <laughs> reasonably confident. I think it's unlikely they would be old pots. I suppose they could be items of clothing, but if they've been buried for six, 16 years... They but may well been... have been so degraded, it'd be hard to learn anything from them. I, I don't That's know That's what's so about difficult forensics. about the evidence, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. What a bloody impossible crime. It's so terrible because it's so frustrating. I've got to stop saying that. Okay. Moving on to a funny crime. <laughs> oh, no, funny non-crime. Funny, oh, shit. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> moving, moving on to um, 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 it's this morning. Oh no, it's not. It's a bleak midwinter for Philip Schofield. Holly's had her fill of Phil. Has everybody had their fill of Phil? Especially oh, his junior can colleague. Say, can I just say, what do you think of Holly's behaviour here? I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't give the tiniest of fucks. She did throw him under the bus a bit. I love the fact she that threw Eamon him Holmes... under the bus. What's she supposed to do? I mean, everybody. She's just going to go with the way of the wind, isn't she? I mean, she's so vacuous anyway. She's just going to. I expect she just does what her agent tells her anyway. Have do you, you think um... she's? Do you, I mean, I don't know. I don't know her at all. I've never met her. Do you think she's a really bright, clever woman? She's really good at pushing in. <laughs> well, they, that, that caused a lot of the hoo-ha when they pushed in. The, 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 I know, um, it started, the he couldn't the have Queen's, had a worse um, trajectory. I was going to say coronation, but it was actually her funeral, wasn't it? The lying in state. People did start to turn on them then. I think that they just fell out of favour generally. And I think that shows a lot about them. I do think that they genuinely thought they were so important that they should be first in that queue at the funeral. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. <laughs> and I think, I mean, in, in marketing speak, the optics were bad when Phil and Holly basically, especially when people like Bex were just queuing up with the rest of the, the idiots. Um, I mean, His a, agent a, a, I think was you quick. have to be an idiot to go and look at a dead woman in a fucking church, but there we go, that's just me. Don't you don't you think that his agent was really good? She clearly, like, grabbed back, said, don't go in the, the celebrity fast stream because Phil and Holly are pushing in. So go right to the back over there yeah. and then go really, sl shuffle really slowly behind Phil and Holly to make them look bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I should be doing that. Yeah. Uh, no, I, th I think that, that probably, I mean, because the queue was some stupid distance, like about three miles long, wasn't it? Something stupid. And there, wasn't there a point where they stopped people joining the queue because they said that by the time the funeral takes place, you, you won't have got to the front of the queue, which means she'll be in the ground before you get to the front of the queue. See, such is life. Well, quite. <laughs>
Um, and okay, what else is going on? Yeah, go on. Well, it's just talking about Philip Schofield, though. I mean, I don't understand what he's supposed to have done wrong here. So he fucked some younger guy. Whoopie do. Who cares? Okay, it's it's about the timeline. It's about his brother Tim Schofield and <clears throat> um, him being found guilty, as we covered two podcasts. Okay, ago. so first of all, okay, if, if 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 that is if if anybody is stupid enough to think I'm going to be against Philip Schofield because his brother. Um, was convicted of um, having indecent images of children, then what kind of a cretin are they? I mean, it's... okay, they're kind of cretins who go and, you know, beat people up because they. I suppose they see, might be the kind of cretins who actually the... watched this morning, mightn't they? Yeah, the ones who turn up at people's door when News of the World is naming and shaming at a paediatrician's door. <laughs> that happened in Do you know Portsmouth, what I mean? didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think the media is like that. It's snapshots. They see snapshots of him lamenting. They don't want to see that. They want to see him and Holly having a lovely, frosty, Vaseline on the lens relationship and he's come out and it's all blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Nobody wants to Oh, are you saying see... Phil was just putting the Vaseline in the wrong place? I think they both need a bit of Vaseline these days, don't they? <laughs> um... You say that Holly is petty secchi. I don't think she's having the greatest time, is she? I, <laughs> I just like the fact be... that in the interview we did with Amal Rajan, in the photo there, Philip Schofield suddenly turned into Norman Wisdom. <laughs> Without falling over and saying Mr Grimsdale in a loud voice. Well, this leads me on to who we think is going to be gracing. Whose bottom is going to be skimming the sofa of ITVs this morning? Or will the whole lot be axed? the house of tenuous cars that it is it's a tricky one i mean it, I, I can see it being axed or at least being completely relaunched as not this morning you know or something or something different the thing is they i think they want a morning magazine show because those shows are popular and obviously people tune in um, how about prince andrew he standing, <laughs> do you think? Yeah. Uh, the sunday sport seems to think so with the headline oh, actually front splash for andrew that makes a change <laughs> <laughs> Outrage as Prince Andy goes for Brave Phil's TV sofa job. Have you seen the, the that little um, speech bubble coming out of Holly's mouth? <laughs> this job is no sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. I th- so is Phil now brave? He was on the twenty eighth of May, apparently. But that was when okay, we so... forgot that there's been there'd been this whole, if you ask me, excuse. Potty Prince spat. Andrew reckons he could take over from Phil Schofield on this morning sofa. The deluded royal insists that Phil's fall could be his ticket out of the doghouse. You got you got to <laughs> hand it to the sport writers; they know what they're doing. Potty Prince Andrew, brilliant. Yeah, Potty Prince Andrew. <laughs> And royal, hey, listen, insi- royal insiders. Yeah, you could write anything and say royal insiders say because nobody's going to dispute that. Royal insiders reckon he believes he will have great he- chemistry with Holly Willoughby. He's asked his people to contact ITV and put his name forward for the job. With insiders <laughs> saying he thinks he'll become a daytime telly superstar. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, I'd like to do. I'd like John Shuttleworth to do it. Who's that? He's um, the guy who does that song. Uh, Can't go back to savoury now. Where he says, "What's that?" Where he's, 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 he's from Yorkshire somewhere, Sheffield, I think. His wife made him a shepherd's pie with with gravy, peas, and cabbage as an additional green, and he he ate it and enjoyed it. And then he went on to his treacle sponge for his pudding. But then he realised his daughter had left her, and he could have had more of the shepherd's pie, but there wasn't any. But, but he thought there wasn't any, but there was. But of course, he'd started on his pudding, and he just said, "I can't go back to 
savory now That shepherd's pie was stunning But I'm halfway through me pudding I can't go back to savory now He was gutted, it ruined the whole meal for him well, I'm not voting for him. <laughs> how about would, I, you, would yeah. you? Okay, okay. How about this then? There's a guy whose business has gone down the toilet. So could you vote for him? How about Philip Mofield? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I think that this is the biggest fail on Phil Schofield's part, <laughs> getting into so much trouble. So Phil, Philip Mofield, who named his business back in March <laughs> after the celebrity as an ingenious. So um, this is a story like that marketing about idea. Uh, this is a, a sort of a gardener called Phil Wilson who runs a maintenance a garden maintenance business and he had this mower and he decided after a few drinks that he was going to pun his business name on that of Philip Schofield and call him call his his name is Phil but call himself Philip Mofield and he said he spent eight hundred pounds having a custom paint job done on his lawn mower it now says Philip Mofield on the side and on the top it says large area grass cutting specialist and it's sort of pink and yellow with a blue uh, underframe in an English country garden every cloud though this is a hilarious thing to come out of this miserable Norman wisdom he says saga he says people say oh Phillips Mofield I get it but I don't like that Schofield anymore or he's had clients cancel on him never have liked him to be honest said Phil always seemed too nice to be true a few regulars who are staunch Holly supporters have cancelled their regular mo this could well end up ruining me said Phil I'll have to sell the mower thanks a lot Philip Schofield <laughs> You can see his face when he says it. That's the last time I act on an idea I get after eight pints of cider. (laughs) Welcome to my world, (laughs) Phil Mofield. Hey, listen, listen. I love the fact that that the star daubs it a staggeringly good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Especially after eight pints, he would be staggering. I hope he doesn't drive that tractor after eight pints. You won't get a very well mowed lawn. (laughs) (laughs) So, is that everything? Is that it? Do you have anything to update us with in your life? There is no more. Oh, yes. I am a very, I've been a great giver to charity. I I was invited, my little train company where we make little trains. Um, because we made, gave some profits, so, so, some proceeds from profits, I should say, to uh, the Martin House Children's Hospice, which is a very great charity, um, I got invited to go to a locomotive naming at York Railway Station. And needless to say, you'll know I was absolutely wetting myself with excitement. And on top of which, on the little train ride we got as part of it, we um, had a lovely chat with our new best friend, Francis Bourgeois. Hello, my name's Francis Bourgeois. The celebrity internet train spotter. That's a brilliant name. It is a brilliant name. He did really well to choose it, didn't he? Mm. But he's the guy who puts a GoPro, but sort of points at his own face, so his fa- his face is all distorted, and he goes, "Oh, it's a class thirty-seven. Oh, tones, tones." And hang on, let's have a look. Is this person famous? Oh yeah, he's on Instagram. What's he called? Francis Bourgeois. Okay, let's have a look. You could put a clip in it, actually, probably. Oh my goodness, he is number three on the famous Francis Bees. Over. Believe in the Lord. Please, please, honk. Yes! Oh, 
the actually no it's francis bacon francis bacon and francis bourgeois oh yes i think i've seen you with your arms in an embrace in an embrace that's the kind of embrace I like to see between older, uninfluencable gentlemen <laughs> is it, and younger is this ones. A, is this an older 57-year-old man and a young man in his 20s? <laughs> is he in his 20s? He's 22. His real name is Luke Magnus Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Model and author. Yeah, he's is, written a book about, he's a bu- a book about uh, train spotting and stuff. Is he cramping your style, Ben? Would you like to be the number one? I think he's doing really well. It's, yeah, no, he's he's got con- like fashion contracts with various brands. He's he's done all sorts of. Things. He's a brand ambassador for people. He's doing really well out of it. He's, he's also. Three. I mean, he's also an engineering student. He's doing a master's at uh, Nottingham University. Oh goodness! Do you want to know how much his net worth is? Go on then, tell me. It says here above twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, goodness me, that's nearly as much as my net worth. <laughs> I don't think so, dear. And it's almost <laughs> as much as you're worth, I suspect. Me? I'm worth yes. way more than you. Dalai 898, <laughs> hear Victoria moan. I tell you what, the Dalai Lama told me, and I listened, that if you... I won the lottery the other day <laughs> as well. Um, It didn't really change stuff. I was happy before I won the lottery. You're not even listening. You're sending a memo <laughs> to yourself as pixie You dust. won the lottery of life. No, you, you won the lottery of life, didn't you? I got, I won a tenner on a scratch Did you card. not win the lottery of life? Fuck off. <laughs> oh, wow. Well done you. What did you spend it yeah. on? Another scratch uh, card. That's what they're banking on. I spent on. it on, they're banking I on, spent it on Mexican a tenor, food. Thinking. Oh, we both start talking at the same oh, time. Oh, God. In that case, in that case, you didn't waste it. I'm actually quite envious. <laughs> I, I did a, I, so I did a Mexican barbecue, barbecue the other week for my daughter and her girlfriend. And it was mm. really, really, really nice. Was it really nice? I don't find Mexican food I make myself, however good and fresh. You don't really want it like yeah, that. Okay, you want fair, all the dirty sauces. It was really good, but it wasn't a patch on bought Mexican food. Oh, yeah. I had um, also I I, say... I, I met my younger daughter in uh, London a few weeks ago for a drink, and we went for a burrito. Oh, my God, I was in a hog's heaven. Oh, it reminded where did me, you go? That is the only thing I miss about not working in London. It's yeah, the opportunity me too. To go and get the only burrito. thing I miss about London is Mexican. Because when good I used to do Mexican. those BBC late shifts, I'd be straight oh. down the road to Benito's Hat. Get my to get my burrito just before they closed at eight thirty at night. Benito gets fat. My Benito's Benito did get hat. fat. <laughs> yeah, you were fatter then. Holding my balloon, I, I was fatter then. I know. Well, I've I've, I've bulked up, haven't I? I've tried to get in shape because I'm an old old men need to get in shape. Yeah, old ladies have to lift weights. Do, yeah, they do. They do to get rid of those bingo wings. Mm. Yeah, look at you. Yeah, there you go. Look at those bingo wings. <laughs> no, I was going to actually do some working out, but I had to wait around for you all afternoon. Instead. I haven't done any working out today. I, I, I don't usually go at the gym. The gym at the weekend is always full of full of people. I'd rather go during the week when it's quiet, just full of old people. <laughs> That's the, there are these places called gyms. They're full of people. <laughs> I resigned from my gym. Gym, gym. They didn't care. Gyms. Don't you want to know why I resigned from my gym? Yes, go on then. It was too testosterone-y. It was what? Too testosterone-y? Yeah. It was really awful. It was very... Did you find yourself was... suddenly growing a moustache? So No, no, no. I tend to take it off before I go to the gym because <laughs> otherwise they think I'm a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> man to man meets Mitz Parish. <laughs> no, it's just... I don't know. I've, I've never been without Sun's gym for this... For ever. I love gyms and this gym must have been fucking awful for me to resign. <laughs> have you found a new one then 
a better one. No, I'm without Jim. I bought a spin bike. Oh, you're not going to... I tell you what, that's the biggest waste what? of money ever. You're never going to do it all at home. Shut up. I work on my spin bike. Do you? I do like three to four hundred calories. Please tell that's me you're not I doing do. that fucking annoying Peloton. No, no, no. I'm not, it's not, I'm not on Pukathon. Thank fuck for that. That seems to be everyone else in my house. I, I wouldn't do it if I... I have to go to a gym to do the weights yeah. and stuff. I can't do it at home. I just think, oh, fuck it, I can't be arsed. I've got weights, and I do... I have a step. I do my own cardio, but I do like... I like going to classes, but I just am really fed up with this place here. <laughs> Shit's filled in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> no, really, you kind of go there, and then there was... I, I, <laughs> oh, you're going to like this. I went to a spin class... And I adjusted my bike. And do you know the spin bikes, how they work? No, and I'm not really interested in spin. It's a fucking static bicycle. It's not spin. Listen to this. It involves somebody laughing at me, so you're going to like it. Go on, then. I had to unscrew the thingy-majig and clip it and re-clip it. And the thing slipped and hit me on the head. So I was, like, in the middle of, like, this busy class. I was like, fucking hell, right? <laughs> and this man started, like, I think it was, like, a nervous laugh. And I turned around and told him to fuck off. So he had, like, this kind of spat. And the teacher came over and went, he's a really nice man. And I was like, who are you? And I was just, I just <laughs> thought. That's the end of this. I'm not coming back to Hicksville. I'm anyway, not coming bye. back. That's it. I'm not coming back. <laughs> that was their loss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, it's been really tiring, this podcast. Tiring? Yes. Why has it been? It has you haven't been. done anything. No, it's because I've been waiting. It's made me frustrated. Yeah. And now I'm sitting here raring to get out into so, the sunshine. Yeah. Because despite it being half term, it's been really nice weather. <laughs> is it, it is lovely nice there? weather. You're right there. That I agree with. That, that okay. I agree with. That's good. And is there anything else pod worthy that you need to say? Um, there isn't, I don't think. No. Oh, you could buy us a coffee forward slash YDLMF. Oh, God. You could do. And I think actually somebody did. Thank you very much for supporting because I think it's quite cheap to not pour adverts into your ear like all the other shit podcasts do. They're all shit, and, aren't they? The uh, you didn't let me finish podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us. And uh, as, uh, yes, you do talk to me. So it's really nice having people dropping in and saying hi. So we thought we'd give you a podcast from a change for a change because Ben doesn't like turning up anymore. So if you want Ben to turn up, send me a tweet or send me an email um, to you didn't let me finish podcast at gmail.com because it's getting harder and harder to rally this bitch into his seat. Bit harsh. Bye then. It's true. It's true. I'm outing you. Because the reason that we're off frequency is slipping is because you don't show up and you make me wait and then I just give up and I don't know what to do. I love this podcast. I don't want to let it go, but I can't do it on my own. Let it go. Let it go. No one gives a fuck anymore. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, it's just told me my internet connection is unstable. Is that you? (laughs) Yeah, it'll get more unstable if you let me go on. Please tell me you at least recorded this time. Oh, no. Yeah, I did. Unfortunately, I did. So I'll have to edit this. Well, bye bye, everybody. Bye bye, everybody. Bye. Bye bye. Bye.